0: welcome back everyone to another episode of bbp news i'm nicholas rod chris baker's here with me and we are back for another monday morning episode chris start us off as we always do in the normal fashion with this morning's weather or today's weather
1: being awesome. In Los Angeles, California, it is cloudy 65. In Houston, Texas, it is cloudy with rain showers. With a high 54 in Chicago, Illinois, it is sunny 39. And in New York City, it is also sunny and 39.
0: You know, Chris, uh, besides my little uh, blunder there to start us out, I have a real, uh, a huge, just real, you know, feel good attitude right now. And that may sound corny, but it's true. Uh, First off, Christmas is this Saturday, and I'm very excited about that. I love Christmas. And I'm actually, like, I'm especially excited for uh, Christmas this year because it's my little nephew's first Christmas, and I am getting him a gift for Christmas, and I'll get to see him. Uh, on Christmas day as well So I'm just really excited for that
1: See me like the little kids Still They're like oh, wow, Christmas. I love Christmas It's the most wonderful time in the year And then I'm over here the one like, oh, Gotta do this Gotta do that Gotta do this I oh, can't forget to do this Because if you don't do this You'll piss off that person And you can't forget to buy this person a present Because heaven forbid you don't buy them a present And it's over there
0: I don't know I don't know what it is But I absolutely love Christmas time I love the The festive feeling <laughs> I am using a lot of corny phrases this morning But that's kind of just how How it is I love the feeling of Christmas I love how cozy it all is You know
1: Yeah um, Yeah. You know what I can't wait for the day until you you have to deal with the stupid holidays.
0: <laughs> no, I, one I, day it
1: will change. It will change.
0: No, I I don't think my attitude towards Christmas will ever change. Uh, to me, it's such a, a great time. Um, and really, and I don't know. It's just so much fun and so exciting. I'm really starting to get into the Christmas spirit now.
1: Well, as you can tell, I've already been in the Christmas spirit for weeks.
0: Oh yeah, of course.
1: And I put up my Christmas tree this weekend. Finally, hey, um, there you go. Monday morning, half of Monday morning,
0: it's still not decorated. <laughs>
1: um, and I decided we're not putting any ornaments on the tree.
0: It's just gonna be um, there.
1: We're we're gonna do an Annie tree. So, ah. um, you know, last year we did the tree of COVID because that was like the thing last year, COVID. This year we got Annie, so the whole focus was Annie. So we're going to do the tree of Annie. That way, once you take everything off the tree, it goes right in the garbage and the tree goes back in the box and down the stairs. Probably Christmas Day, if mm-hmm. you completely honest. Um, that's what I did last year after everyone opened up the presents and all the family left the tree came down wow um,
0: so. uh, now,
1: you know what now? I don't judge you for having your Christmas tree up three weeks before Thanksgiving if I want to take my Christmas tree down on Christmas day so be it
0: well first off I wasn't judging you for it uh, secondly you know, I, I I wasn't judging you for it, it because honestly, I appreciate that more than the people that leave it up till February. You know what I mean?
1: I don't I don't want to associate with those people.
0: <laughs> and you know, second secondly, I had no choice in the matter when the tree went up. Uh, in that in that case, so you know i just kind of had to deal with it
1: no let me be completely honest here with you i can see in 10 years five years you know that when we have the office and all that you are going to be fighting me tooth and nail from november 1st until the day after thanksgiving if you can put up the Christmas tree yet. And let me tell you right now, you cannot put it up until after Thanksgiving. I will let you put it up the day after Thanksgiving or even the day of Thanksgiving you can put it up. But not November 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, all the way until. Do we understand?
0: Well, honestly, my thought is the best time to put it up is like December 1st. December
1: 1st. That's fine. Just yeah. don't make me help.
0: <laughs> okay, you got it. <laughs> because
1: if because if I help, it's not going to be until, like, December 20th.
0: <laughs> gotcha, yeah, yeah, as we can clearly see.
1: <laughs> but there are some years that I do put up the tree December 1st. Like, last year, I do believe it was up by the third. So there's some years that I'm like, yay, Christmas, and then there's other years I'm like, can it just be
0: over? All right. Yeah, I think no. It's just been a
1: long year, and I'm over
0: it. <laughs> you know, so it it'll definitely be interesting uh, to see how that whole dynamic collides be- between the two of us uh, down the line with Christmas.
1: Anywho, we have lots of uh, news to get into. Starting off with a COVID-19 update, on average, there are nearly 118,000 new COVID cases are being reported daily, just as millions of Americans are prepared to hit the road and airports for the holidays. As the Omicron continues to spread, there are millions of Americans waiting in line to get a COVID-19 test. In New York City, the cases of covid have nearly tripled in the last week. And Friday in New York City, there were over 21,000 positive cases in a single day. From this, many things across the state are being canceled, like the Rockets Christmas show was canceled for the rest of the 2021 year. Health officials are sounding the alarm that new COVID cases are up 36% in the last two weeks by the Delta variant, and the Omicron continues to spread. Dr. Fauci predicts Omicron could become the dominant strain in the United States soon. Looking over our shoulder at Omicron, which will assume a dominant role, I would imagine within a period of a few weeks to as we go into January.
0: Officials are preparing for the worst, even though cases have been mild, and the CDC expects cases to surge 57% in the coming days. As many as 1.3 million new cases are expected this week.
1: Get really bad, particularly, particularly for the unvaccinated.
0: Last week, the CDC voted unanimously to discourage anyone 18 years and older from getting the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, citing evidence that it could trigger a rare blood disorder linked to at least nine deaths. The list of companies that are telling employees to work from home is continuing to grow. Citibank announced its workers in New York and New Jersey could begin working from home again. With Christmas happening this week, the demand for tests is growing as people are concerned about traveling with millions of other Americans. Experts are recommending to test before you fly to your destination and to test again before you travel home.
1: The OSHA vaccine or testing mandate with workers with more than 100 employees is back on and can take effect immediately. The Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals in down a ruling Friday night that overturned the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. This means if you work in a company with more than 100 employees, regardless of your state governor or rules that your state has put into place, you must either be fully vaccinated or get regular COVID-19 testing by January 4th. Of course, this case will continue to move forward through the Sixth Circuit, but this particular ruling will probably be appealed at the Supreme Court. Speaking of the Supreme Court, on a total different note, with a separate mandate, the Biden administration has asked the Supreme Court to lift the injunction and reinstate the CMS vaccine mandate in those 24 states that currently have it paused.
0: Back to the OSHA Emergency Temporary Standard, we have been telling you about how multiple states have been filing multiple cases challenging this OSHA vaccine or testing mandate in several different appellate courts across the country. Because of how our legal system works, when multiple appellate courts are basically hearing the same case, they all get entered into a multi-circuit lottery. In the lottery, one appellate court is selected at random to consolidate all of those cases and rule on them as one. Ultimately, in this case, the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals was the winner of the multi-circuit lottery, so all the cases got moved into that court. Just days before the multi-circuit lottery happened, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, which also had a case before it, issued a nationwide pause and they called that a stay the multi-circuit lottery winner could either uphold modify or dissolve that fifth circuit ruling once all the cases were consolidated well the cases are consolidated and the sixth circuit court of appeals decided friday to dissolve the fifth circuit's ruling You need to remember every mandate is different, and just because one has a stay doesn't mean they all do, and the same goes if one is lifted. This case isn't over, of course, and it most likely will appear in front of the Supreme Court.
1: If you are wondering if the Supreme Court makeup is going to change, that ultimately will be up to the President to decide in Congress. The White House posted the nearly 300-page final report that was unanimously agreed to by the 34-member bipartisan panel of legal scholars and independent experts who have been reviewing all kinds of changes to the Supreme Court. We told you in mid-October that the report was coming, but before we get into the report, this report does not give the President or Congress any specific recommendations on what they should do. The report simply reviews several reformed proposals that have been floating around in the history of them in the legal analysis for each of them and any arguments for and against each of them. It is also important to know that this institution does not specify how many justices should sit on the court. It only establishes one Supreme Court and one specific person identified that was chief justice john roberts
0: at the same time the constitution gives congress the authority to change and enact all laws that are necessary and proper to carry out the powers given to congress under the constitution under that specific clause congress since the 1800s has changed the size and scope of the court and the federal judiciary Of course, you also need to know that the Constitution gives the President, with advice and consent from the Senate, the power to nominate federal judges, including Supreme Court justices. So what changes did this panel explore? The panel talks about a lot of different potential reforms, from the idea of adding more justices, to rotating the court's membership, to implementing term limits or a mandatory retirement age, limiting the court's authority to only hear certain types of cases, or giving Congress to maybe override a Supreme Court ruling about a piece of its legislation, the lack of transparency within the high court, and it explores the idea of maybe adding cameras during oral arguments. If that is even an idea within Congress, you will certainly hear about it. You can read about the members in the article that we wrote. Uh, that will be in the link below in the show notes, along with the 300-page report.
1: In South Florida, Friday, three students were arrested at ages 13 to 15 years old. They were arrested for allegedly making violent threats across social media. And an officer in Florida made a video on TikTok to send a warning to millions of teens. to post a threat. Fake or real, I can promise you, you're not only going to get out of school, because you will, but you're going to jail. In Connecticut, a 13-year-old was arrested after sharing a post of a warning of what he might do.
0: There was an increase of police presence nationwide on Friday after a vague, unverified challenge went viral, encouraging students to call in threats. Law enforcement does not believe the threats are credible, but still at least 176 schools across 18 states closed on Friday out of an abundance of caution. Superintendents across the country were blaming TikTok for not handling the issue at hand and was allowing these threats to run wild.
1: TikTok released a statement saying... We've exhaustingly searched for content that promotes violence at schools today, but have still found nothing. What we find are videos discussing this rumor and warning others to stay safe. End quote.
0: The school closures and threats come three weeks after the Oxford school shooting in Michigan, where warning signs were ignored experts say any social media threats should be taken seriously friday evening a total of seven students were arrested in texas in connection to alleged threats to schools in salt lake city police officials say they arrested a student that brought a gun and bullets to school
1: tim potter sobbed as she described what happened at a traffic stop that ended With Dante Wright's death.
0: Remember yelling, taser, taser, taser,
1: and nothing happened. And then he told me I shot him. Potter's defense insists she made a deadly mistake pulling her Glock pistol when she thought she was grabbing a taser and then firing a single bullet into Wright's side. The defense says Wright was refusing the arrest and was about to drive away, and Cutter had to do something to protect her and the other two officers involved. Under cross-examination, Cutter broke down when prosecution asked why she didn't try to help Wright or the other officers after the shooting. You didn't run down the street and try to save Dante Wright's life, did you? No. You were focused on what you had done. You had just killed somebody. I'm sorry it happened.
0: Body camera footage captures the moments after the shooting. She was grilled about her excessive training in tasers and gun safety in her over 29 years of being an officer. You would have had taser training year after year for at least the last 19 years, right? Yes. Prosecution tried to poke holes into the defense's case that Potter was justified in using deadly force.
1: Planned to use deadly force that day, did you? No! Because you knew that deadly force was unreasonable and unwarranted in this circumstances. I didn't want to hurt anybody! <laughs>
0: Potter testified she never used her taser or gun during her nearly three decades on the force. The jury will hear closing arguments today.
1: Getting into rapid news, a judge sentenced Robert Palmer to more than five years in prison for assaulting a police officer with a fire extinguisher during a January 6th attack. For more on this, head over to Medium. There is an article up right now.
0: The military is starting to discharge members who are not vaccinated against the coronavirus. This has included 27 members from the Air Force and 103 members from the Marines as some of the first to be discharged.
1: Now, what do you have for this wonderful Monday morning news to make me enjoy Mondays? Because we both know Mondays are not <laughs>
0: Alright, so this morning... I have a story that if you don't find both cute and hilarious, I I don't know what to tell you. So, there were a group of 5th graders, you know, just in their classroom that noticed a crow just kind of trying to get in through the window. This was over in Oregon, and so they opened the window and the bird flies in. You know, they, they decided to let the bird in, and it was extremely friendly. It started, you know, eating uh, different snacks that the kids had and uh, it was letting them uh, pet it and you know come close to it. It was very friendly uh, until it started using profanities. Yes, that's right, the crow began talking. Uh, it knew several words and it turned out it knows over 40 different words and yes, a lot of them are profanities. Um, <laughs> so what ended up happening was the crow belonged to someone in the town and while the owner was out of town for vacation the bird managed to escape and the, the neighbor you know one of the neighbors who didn't like the bird and you know had become fairly annoyed by the bird's constant teasing uh sent it off to an animal shelter and the animal oh shelter <laughs> the animal shelter without knowing that the bird was um you know, basically a house pet, set it off into the wild, and that's how it found its way to the school, and it became, you know, just so, it it loved the kids so much, it loved being there so much that it took 45 minutes and lots of sardines to eventually coax her out, um, the owners did get her back, but, you know, evidently this is nothing new for the crow, It is very much prone to flying and hanging out around uh, the nearby daycare center and hanging out at different locations where, you know, a lot of people go by and it likes, you know, interacting with the townspeople and just kind of hanging out.
1: Well, those fifth graders got an extra English curriculum class (laughs) about
0: (laughs) that. You know, the,
1: Nick, this story really took some twists and turns. First of all, a nice shows up, everyone's feeding it snacks. Then it starts cussing everyone out. <laughs> and then we find out that the neighbor got pissed off at the bird, let it go. Or no, got pissed off at the bird, brought it to and then the pond, start talking, they let pretty it much. It yeah, yeah, they let it go. Then it shows up at a school. <laughs> um, and then it takes 45 minutes with sardines to get them out. Well, I I don't really know where to go with this because <laughs> I'm glad that the owner got the um his bird back, mm. but I know if I was the neighbor, there would be some unpleasant words exchanged, and maybe that's where the bird learned its naughty language.
0: You know, I I just love this story because for a few reasons: a, the fact that the bird is able to talk like th- we all know that parrots can speak and parrots can can learn words i don't know about you chris i've never heard about a you know i've never heard of a talking crow uh that's yeah, no. not that's not something you tend to hear every day um and not only that but the fact that despite its language um it was very friendly with the children it was you know kind of a a really cool experience for them being able to hang out with a crow you know again that's not something you hear of every day so just a really cool story um i I don't think the neighbor is going to uh have a good day once the owner you know i i I doubt they had a good day once they found out uh or once the owner found out what the neighbor had done but what are you gonna do (laughs) next you
1: know, this is what I pictured what happened, right? So the sixth grader comes home, and you, I don't know about you, but it, and parents always ask, How was your day? What did you learn? You know, things like that. Mm. I can picture a five year old going, Mom, a crow came to visit our classroom. It was really f-ing cool. <laughs> oh, he also taught me that word, Mom.
0: You know, you know, uh, we always. <laughs> hear of kids learning bad language from you know other people uh from adults or other kids in their school I- i've never heard the story of a kid learning square words from a crow that's a first thing.
1: picture it either they're in the car and it happens or oh i can know, definitely it see it the bus and they're in their kitchen and yeah i can definitely but, um, see it Anywho, that's a that's one of the more interesting uh, good news that you. Yeah, I, I, you know that's a twist and turns um Well, that's a drama involved. In, yeah, I mean, but I, you I, know, I like
0: it, it. it's not one of our typical like. You know, heroic or like major good deed type stories that we get on here a lot. Uh, but I thought this one was amazing for, you know, getting a laugh, getting a smile, and just like something kind of adorable, something kind of hilarious, something different. You know, Nick, this is usually the end of the show, but we have a little announcement to make. Um,
1: Friday morning, instead of a news episode, Nick will be here with Christmas themed good news all of the stories will be you know christmas related and is it true that you'll have a few stories about how you can get involved and donations and make everyone have the best christmas possible and just a very good christmas episode for christmas eve
0: We're definitely going to try and get a bunch of different types of stories in there. Um, If I can find any good ones, I'll definitely include uh, some How You Can Get Involved stories. You know, we love those types of stories around this time of year. So I'll definitely be on the lookout. I'm definitely going to find, you know, as always going to try and find uh, the best stories out there, the best ones circulating around right now um, to bring you guys an amazing Christmas Eve and Christmas experience. And uh, I don't know about you, Chris, but I am very much looking forward to that.
1: I am. um, You know, it's Monday morning, and I can't wait until the day Thursday evening when we record it. So... I'm counting down the days. You know, most people are counting down the days until Christmas. I'm counting down until Good News Friday. So, (laughs) but that is the end of this Monday morning news episode. Make sure you follow us on BBP News' Twitter account for the latest 24 hour breaking news so you're always in the know. Check out our personal accounts. And until Wednesday morning for another Idiot in the News, have a great start to your week, everybody.
0: Bye, guys.